Welcome to Food Navigator USA's Soup to Nuts podcast with Elizabeth Crawford, where I dish with trendsetters, tastemakers, and industry experts about everything from emerging trends to regulatory pressures to marketing strategies. With last week's launch of the community building and mentoring organization Project Potluck, three food and beverage industry experts hope to improve access and diversity in the CPG space by tackling fundraising limitations, networking gaps, and good old-fashioned bias that they say have held back entrepreneurs who are black, indigenous, and people of color. Ibrahim Basir, CEO and founder of A Dozen Cousins, said he was inspired to team with Aisha Abelhinga, founder and CEO of Mason Dixie Foods, and Arnolfo Ventura, CEO of Beanfields, to create Project Potluck after noticing the disparity between the percentage of Americans who identify as people of color and the mostly white makeup of the natural product industry's leadership and consumer base. He estimates that between 40% and 50% of Americans identify as people of color, and yet only about 25% of natural brand consumers and 10 to 15% of leadership in the natural product CPG space are people of color. In this episode of Food Navigator USA's Soup to Nuts podcast, Basiro Abrahinga and Ventura discuss the root causes and impact of this disparity on entrepreneurs, consumers, and the industry. They also share how Project Potluck aims to make the CPG space more equitable and welcoming to people of color through a three-pillar approach that includes a year-long mentorship program, monthly community building events, and digital networking platform to raise the visibility of people of color already in or interested in joining the CPG space. So the idea and need for Project Potluck came well before the rising interest in social and racial inequality by mainstream Americans in recent months. And while separate from that movement, Bastier and Abohinga explained that the organization will address many of the shared challenges posed by systemic or historic racism that have negatively impacted people of color in America, but they're going to do it through the lens of professional development. At a really high level, the goal behind Project Potluck is to help improve the representation of people of color in the CPG industry, um, and specifically in positions of leadership and, um, and and leading of companies. There are a lot of drivers for the disparity. I think a few of them that are worth calling out, you know, number one is a, a, a difference in the access to capital that founders of color have versus their, their peers, right? And so if you just start from the, the question of who is starting companies in this space, who's successfully scaling companies in this space, um, it makes a big difference when you have either, you know, personal or familial wealth to get a company started. Um, and then also we see a big disparity in terms of how people of color receive outside investment capital, right? Um, so that's one reason, right, is that we just tend to have fewer well-capitalized companies in this space, and we know that that's kind of the starting point often for um, kind of getting diverse teams and diverse brands out into the world. So that's one reason. Um, you know, another reason is, is just regular good old-fashioned bias, right, which is that um, sometimes people have a false understanding of what leadership looks like, uh, what the prototypical leader is. Um, you know, sometimes you have people of color that, that sound different, that approach products, uh, excuse me, problems from a different angle, um, and maybe they don't necessarily fit the cookie-cutter mold of what someone would expect to see in a leader in this space. And so as a result, over time, of course, we end up with fewer leadership positions. Ibrahim and Arnul and I just kind of got together way before all the craziness of the spring and summer hit. Um, but, you know, as we've been working together on this, 
um, it's it's really clear that there is just a lack of um, almost education and etiquette around the topic. Um, I brought this up on another conversation, but being asked um, where you find your people, probably not the best way to vocalize that you're looking for people of color, especially not to a person of color. So I think, um, and I don't think it was malintended, right? I think there's just a general lack of vernacular um, because this is not a topic that's been so mainstream and, um, you know, had enough attention in order to really kind of train and publicize this the right way. Um, You know, one of the things I love about Project Potluck is the positive goals um, that it's trying to take on versus focusing in on the negative and, what's been happening in in the past, I think one of the most important things we can do for ourselves as a community is really just move forward in the best way we can. And so that's part of our job here too is just, I feel like the more faces, more people of color that people see and realize exist in the world in, you know, positions of power and influence, um, the less likely that this issue will continue to proliferate as, as things move on. Yeah, I think that that last point is a really good one, right? Like, we're we're not necessarily trying to, like, reshape the mold of a person of color, right? We're trying to break the mold altogether because I think as you start to really get exposed, you realize, okay, even within some of these groups, it's huge diversity, right? Like, I can't, you know, I'm a black man in America. I can't speak for all black people in America. We wouldn't all build the same companies. We wouldn't have the same approach to to product development, right? Like, there would be a myriad of different ways um, that people will come into the space and build this company and put their vision forth. And so, you know, part of the goal with Potluck is to just make it clear to people, like, yeah, there's a pretty wide range of folks in here that are all super talented, all have the ability to bring forth really good ideas, and we just want to make that happen kind of more frequently. The first way that Project Potluck hopes to shine a light on and further foster the talent, ideas, and experiences of people of color is through a year-long mentorship program that Ventura says will pair industry veterans who can provide guidance and support with mentees of color across a range of verticals. So not just founders and executives, but also sales, marketing, operations, and finance. Uh, on, on mentorship, as, as one of our, our, our three pillars, mentorship ultimately centers around what we call like the fundamental act. And, and that's four by 60 by one. So four meetings, uh, a year for 60 minutes at a time, presumably uh, for for one year. Um, and so, as you can see from a time perspective, it's not a whole lot, but we're aiming at um, getting mentors into the mix as soon as possible and making sure that when that when they do come together, that time is well spent and 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 uh, high quality. We think there'll be engagement beyond that, but um, at its core, the mentorship program centers around this kind of fundam- fundamental ask. Uh, and in terms of where we want the mentorship, we want that to span across multiple sectors in CPG. I think in the beginning, we're trying to make sure that we're focused as entrepreneurs ourselves. We don't want to bite off more than we can chew. So CPG is such a huge addressable uh, industry. We're starting with sectors that we're familiar with, where our network exists, and where we think we can add value from a mentorship perspective. So mainly that's kind of where natural health and wellness overlap. Um, so very much we're thinking you know, food and beverage, we're thinking cannabis, and we're thinking beauty. Um, and then separate from those sectors, we also want to make sure that we have um, various vertical disciplines represented. So whether that be marketing, sales, finance, ops, et cetera. So if you're that young 
aspiring uh, operations event manager, we want to make sure that um, we're able to pair you in a, a small group that is centered around your interest and where you ultimately want to take your career. Um, so that's a little bit about in terms of how the, the mentorship structure is represented. The other piece is that um, at kickoff, and uh, we may stay in this format, it's going to be small groups. So it'll be you know somewhere between two to three mentees for every one mentor. Uh, we think there'll be a lot of engagement in that kind of small group dynamic, and we think there'll be a great diversity of thought. You know, we'd love to have multiple kind of life cycles uh, of companies represented within those small groups. So everything from pre-revenue to early-stage revenue to mid-stage revenue. And then hopefully, you know, we're able to pair up uh, those mentees with folks with, with a mentor that ultimately has uh, experience across all of those life cycles. While Project Potluck's mentorship program initially will focus on professionals who already are working in the CPG space, Ventura says that as the organization grows, it wants to pair mentors with upcoming generations coming into the CPG industry. Much of our efforts today are focused around, uh, you know, the statistic that, that Ibrahim opened with in terms of people of color representation uh, and leadership teams within the CPG industry. Uh, and, and so we think we can quickly move the needle there. Uh, but soon after that, and already we're, we're getting approached with, with some early thoughts for help on, on what I'll call the next two generations. So the second gen is really uh, looking a little later and looking at undergraduate universities, looking at MBA programs, looking at entrepreneurs and residents. So how do we, how do we reach those folks so that when they start uh, tooling around with ideas and they start thinking about where they're going to go, they know that, um, here in the CPG sector, there's a community that's um, here to support them and that they can actually come here and be successful. And then thinking farther out, like the third generation, is K through 12. Uh, so, you know, most, most notably, how does somebody like my 11-year-old daughter grow up thinking about the CPG industry in mind and that leaders in our industry can look just like her so she doesn't have to be the first or the only uh, when her time comes? So it's a, it's a pretty robust vision. Project Potluck already has 30 to 40 mentors on board, most of whom have come from the founders' networks. But Basir says the organization is excited to open the door for more mentors in the coming months so that they can pair even more mentees with experienced veterans. In addition to connecting people of color with mentors, Project Potluck will connect them with each other through monthly community-building events, which Alpahinga says will initially be virtual, but as restrictions around COVID-19 lift, in-person events at the regional and national level will be added. So obviously this is a challenging time in the world and physical contact has been very limiting. Um, so some of the things that we're trying to do to still build community among our membership, um, our digital events so far, I think we're targeting at least for the next six months to have some value-added content that is available to our LinkedIn community of um, people of color. Um, you know, we have a strong emphasis on building skill sets, exposure, providing assets to people of color, whether it be anything from, you know, how to tell your brand story in a way that, you know, still celebrates your heritage and diversity, but also doesn't make it exclusive. So, um, you know, members of our supporter base who are Caucasian can still celebrate alongside us. Um, to anything like topics like wealth management, right? I mean, there's there's multiple sectors of um, business and business management that, you know, people of color have really been neglected in keeping the, into the fold. 
And so a lot of these value-added events are going to be led, hopefully, mostly by people of color, um, for people of color. And then, you know, once the world kind of returns back to normal a bit, we're really hoping to leverage some in-person activities. We've talked about doing small group meetups in various kind of cluster zones um, regionally throughout the United States where hopefully some of our mentors will kind of lead the charge and create anything from happy hours to other in-person events and meetups um, to, you know, being um, visible at very large events like Expo East and West. Um, I think, you know, one of the most important pieces of our community building events is to build visibility. Um, you know, we all three of us would love if we have, you know, thousands of people of color available and then all of a sudden at Expo we're, you know, all congregated together and, and the world looks very different for once. So I think um, building that visibility through camaraderie and public events where, you know, everyone's invited. I think visibility to all these potential brands or people working in the industry that see people like themselves um, is going to be a game changer. And so that's something else that hopefully we'll be able to build on um, as this, like, COVID world kind of comes to an end. The final pillar of Project Potluck will be a digital networking platform that Basir says will make people of color more visible and also extend networking and mentorship to the peer level. When we were really in the early days of forming what Potluck would, would be, um, I did a lot of, like, you know, um, call it informational interviews, right? And so I spoke with a lot of folks in HR and recruiters to try to understand, like, what challenges were they facing when it came to helping companies build more diverse teams, helping um, companies build more diverse boards. And one of the themes that kept coming up was, like, there was this intent, right? People wanted their teams to be more diverse. They were seeking out that talent, but they didn't necessarily know how to access it, right? Either they didn't have folks in their own personal networks to, to, to you know, leverage for those jobs, and they weren't quite sure how to reach out into communities of color, um, you know, in, a, in an effective way. And so one of the goals of this um, kind of digital community um, pillar is to just help make us ourselves more visible for opportunities, whether that is someone who wants to um, book a panel at a conference, right, or someone who's looking to hire a head of supply chain or someone who's looking for an independent board member, right? We wanted a way for people to kind of raise their hand and say, look, you know, I'm, I identify as a person of color. I work in the CPG industry. I'm interested in this space, and, like, you know, I'm open for business, right? Um, and so that's something that I'm really excited for us to kind of cultivate over the next year is, is just find ways to get opportunities in front of this group um, in a way that's really efficient and effective, right? Uh, so that's kind of one part of the digital community is, is opening ourselves up for opportunities. The platform also will help companies that want to diversify their ranks identify candidates of color more easily than they currently can on existing networking platforms. To, to use LinkedIn as an example, um, if, if today I decided, hey, I want to hire um, a head of marketing, right, and you have some goal like, hey, I want, I want, this, I want my marketing team to be more diverse, right, there's not really an official, you know, an efficient or candidly, like, politically correct or maybe even legal way for you to go through LinkedIn and identify diverse candidates, right? And so you see people doing things like looking at candidates' photos or looking at people's last names or looking for secondary languages that they speak, right? And a lot of kind of weird roundabout ways to try to identify is this, a, you know, a, a diverse person, right? Um, and so one of the things that this does is it just eliminates a lot of the messiness. It's like, look, how do you identify as an individual? 
you can raise your hand and ask to be identified in that way. Um, and then you open yourself up for people that are looking for that same thing. So that's part of it is just at a really tactical level, there isn't today a way for diverse people to kind of raise their hand and, and state really clearly how they identify. And I think this will give people an opportunity to do that. You know, the second part of it is connecting with each other. You know, I've benefited over the course of my, you know, my career from a ton of great mentors that I would consider my peers, right? So people who might just be one year ahead of me at business school, right? Or someone who's a company, maybe they they went national, you know, two years before I did, right? Like I, I'll be able to to pick their brain, to ask them questions, to, to ask for an intro. And so we hope that some of that organic kind of peer mentorship takes place within the, um, the digital community. To maximize the impact of Project Potluck, the organization is free for people of color in the CPG industry, and those interested in joining can do so by sharing their email or attending the organization's virtual kickoff event and mixer October 8th at 5 Eastern time. Basir also encourages people to join Project Potluck's group on LinkedIn. Ultimately, while Project Potluck was created to help break down barriers that hold people of color back, Basir says he's also creating a place of joy and possibility from where he expects to see new products and marketing ideas emerge from a renewed spirit of diversity and richness that the industry can have. With that, we reach the end of another episode of Food Navigator USA's Soup to Nuts podcast. I hope you'll join me again next week for another installment. And to ensure you remember, please subscribe to us. Until next time, this is Elizabeth Crawford wishing you a productive, profitable, and safe week.